0: Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about the unconditional balance sheet. And now,
1: here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, and we are talking about the unconditional balance sheet. So a condition, as I mentioned in my last podcast, is another word for limitation. And uh, people with the most conditions around ideas like are the most unhappy, right? I, like I said, I, in order for me to feel X, I have to feel X. If if you want to build out around what I, I build out around this conversation, I'm talking about, go to my episode from last week. Um, but as I mentioned, also like love, peace, joy, uh, the relationships we want those are those are all like internal feelings that we must possess first. Because what happens is we lose creativity with conditions, right? Creativity is the Like, is the power of the creator flowing through us? And you cannot possess that if you have way too many conditions and you take your power from outside of yourself. And so here's how, here's how it plays out, like in money. Hey, so you say, uh, uh, when you place conditions around your balance sheet, you may say things like, my home equity is what I'm going to leave for my kids, right? You just, you just, that's whether you're aware of it or not, that's a, that's a condition you've placed around that part of your balance sheet inherited or not. Maybe that's what your grandparents did from your parents, right? But you put a condition around that. And and I'm and, and you'll and I'm explaining why that's not a good thing. But when the uh, uh, as the world changes and evolves, there's more creative ways you can do to achieve what you want to do, but you have to like unbound the limitations, right? So this so this example of like a limitation. Next you might say, I must keep cash in the bank. Right. It's another one that people vocalize uh, to, to me, but that's running around a lot of folks heads in in, in the background. Right. F- financial freedom is retire retirement. Right. So they have an idea of in order to be financially free and enjoy life. I got to, like, retire. I have to work at a company for 30 years, save money in a 401k plan. Right. And then, like, enjoy life at 60 or 65 or 70 it creates a lot of stress and strain with that limited you know, viewpoint. Another limited viewpoint, my kids must go to college to be successful. Very limited viewpoint, right? These are all things too that actually rich people do the exact opposite of, right? There's plenty of like real evidence that this is not true, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, I have to run my business this very specific way because this expert said that I had to do it this way, you know, uh, another one. I have to work at this major employer or do this type of job, right? And we can go on and on about the limitations that we place around our balance sheet. And I'm saying balance sheet, that's representation of like our finances. And so uh, in order to bring creativity in planning, we have to remove those limitations. So so like going back to what I said last week, what's the desired feeling whenever somebody's sitting down to plan their finances? It's financial security and financial freedom so own it internally first right and i I like to i like to get people to feel like to feel from that state with no conditions right and this is what i've again even before i got into this metaphysical stuff like i would have like i I learned little tricks and techniques that to put myself mentally in a state that will bring the creativity to me where i would say things like hey if i you know like here's a here's a good one for this you know so take your income goal right say hey in order in order for me to uh you know uh and, and no judgment right just say hey this is life i want to live right i want to travel this many times i want to have this kind of house i want to whatever whatever and and those those wants are like completely okay cuz I'm, I'm i'm bifurcating those things making you happy cuz happiness is already internally you've already done that work right but then you're also saying okay from this happy spot I also want these things because I just want them like no like no condition. I just want them. Right. I want a rocket ship like you can want things as long as your joy comes from here. So you list out like everything you want. You figure out how much it costs to get that, how much income you need. And let's let's say let's pick a number. Let's say it's half a million bucks a year. I like a million. It sounds funner. Let's say it's a million dollars a year. And then you say then you say, cool, million dollars a year. No judgment. I want it because I want it. And then you say, "Okay, but what kind of lifestyle do I want? Like, like, do I want to like? You don't have to work eighty hours a week. Do I want to work eighty hours a week? No. Well, how many hours do I want to work? Well, do I want to work a week? Well, go back to your goal. Like you said, you want to travel. You want to have freedom. You want to do these things. I don't know. Like, I like picking the minimum amount of time that I have to work. Right. So, like, my favorite book is Four Hour Work Week. That's why you know. So just." What if I only had to work four hours a week and make a million dollars a year? Let's start from that premise. And it sounds freaking ridiculous to people that haven't taught themselves how to think outside the box. But that's what we're talking about, thinking outside the box. Then you go, okay, cool. All right. I want to make a million dollars a year and I want to work four hours a week. Okay. Now I feel I can, I got a mental picture. I can feel security from that state. And then you begin to attract ideas that you never, like, you took your mind out of a box. You literally took your mind, not your brain, because your brain is not what thinks. Your mind is what thinks. Spiritual, not the body. Like, if you, like, when, when your life is going, when your spirit is going, like, the brain can't do shit. Brain can't think when, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the spirit is what thinks through you. So you take the mind out of the box, and then you begin to attract ideas, and you begin to say, oh, okay, lots of Lots of ideas, lots of opportunities flow through you, and I'm and I may come back to the idea of how to make a million dollars on four hours a week, or I may say for the next podcast. But let me give some, some, some alternative ideas to the to the limited ideas I gave in the beginning, right around like leaving inheritance. So instead of instead of limiting my home equity is for my is for my kids, you may say, you may, and this is this is these are like real ideas that like work from my standpoint in, in, in many situations. You may say, oh, you know what. Uh, I want to leave my kids life insurance paid for with a relatively small amount of the home equity that I've built up, um, instead of leaving a home equity, right? That ends up a lot of times making sense because it's simple. If you leave a home and you got multiple kids, maybe one wants to live in a home. One wants to, one wants the cash, right? But you got all kinds of like infighting that can happen. And, and your limitation is like, you know, uh, like they have to, they, they have to either live in the home and and or figure out how to devise the the you know the money from the home, and that's just the that's not that's not simple. That's complex, right? Life insurance is simple. You can say, "Hey, here's a million bucks. Pay this kid X, this kid X, this kid X." Super simple. They get cash. They can go buy a home or do whatever they want to do with the home, right? Um, and 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 while you're alive. You could actually like spend some of the equity in the home, through things like reverse mortgages because you don't got to worry about living at home, right? So you could say, hey, we got this equity with a reverse mortgage. I'm making up numbers with, the, with a reverse mortgage. It could pay us three thousand a month for as long as we live. We can take a little bit of that, buy some life insurance, gives it to kids, and we can enjoy the rest. That's a, that's one super small example of taking take. And and I, and I know as I say it, some people start cringing. They're like, oh, that feels uncomfortable. Well, that's because you you think with a limited point of view. Rich people don't think that way, right? They, they have no limits over their balance sheets, no conditions over their balance sheets. Here's another one. I have to keep my long-term cash in the bank, right? If, if, if I have money that I don't want uh, to um, risk at all, which is cool, I gotta keep it in the bank. No, you don't. Not corporations keep their cash, a lot of their cash in life insurance. A lot of rich people keep a lot of their cash in life insurance. It grows without taxes. As John and I talk on our, on our life insurance episodes, uh, you can access it without paying taxes. Um, it's creditor protected if you ever get sued. So it earns a better interest rate from a tax justice standpoint. And then, right, if you die before age 120, then your beneficiaries get more than just the cash and the policy, they get the death benefit, right, tax free. Which is phenomenal. Because if you die with hundred grand of cash in the bank, all your beneficiaries get is hundred grand. If you die with a hundred grand of life insurance policy, depending on what age you are when you die, right, the, the earlier you die, the more money they get. Right. So it's it's leverage. Um, and so that's another example, right? Another example might be with on the same note, like you can uh, you can also keep the cash inside of a conservative investment portfolio. You know, because we can build it to say, all right, with this mix of assets, how likely, you know, year to year is, is this portfolio likely to lose money, right? And how much will it lose, right? And so you can do the math and you can say, okay, cool. Like, I can I can keep it liquid, but it actually earns more than a bank, right? Versus having the bank just make money off your money. I can have it earn more, protect the more from inflation, but still have it accessible in a brokerage account uh, if, if I were to need it. Here's another one. Build a flexible income. Um that provides income needed with less time um, needed to work so so this is going back to what i said in the beginning like the world now has all the tools for you to build a location independent very significant income right you can make a million dollars a year being location independent and using the internet as leverage to magnify what you're doing right and so while i won't flesh out the whole four hour million dollar idea just know that there's infinite opportunities to make money doing that like lots of opportunities to make money doing that like you would be shocked on people i see that work way less than 40 hours a year and are making stupid tons of money right um uh here's my here's my last point and i'm gonna I'm wrap it up um Specifically for like the kids, right? I think this is. I'm speaking to the parents for the kids. I have I have parents that I talk to, and they will. Uh. They will put conditions and limits around how their kid they, how their kids should make money. They'll say things like, "All these kids want to be Uber, YouTubers and gamers, right? That's all they want to do, and they're judging it." And then I'll ask them, "All right." What are the 20-year-olds that are making more money than you and that are happier than you and that work less? What are they doing? And they'll go, okay, I see what you mean. So, so we live in a, brand, in a whole new world where you actually, like in the old world, only like ball players and, 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 and actors got to like do what they love and make a lot of money. We're in a world where literally anybody can do what they love and make a phenomenal living not working a lot. And so the people that are used to the old world are bashing, calling, calling the new generation lazy and entitled and not hard workers and only, only wanting luxury. I'm like, well, what's, that's what you want. Like, except your world said I have to work 40 hours, 40 years to do that and then be dead in 20. <laughs> you know, you have a new generation that's like, no, I can like enjoy life along the way. Right. And so, and so if you, the the thing is, if you learn to possess all the feelings you want internally, now the world's easy to attract all the things that you want and weigh less time and make a phenomenal income because everybody else is just judging based on the past and they're going to not possess the internal feeling, right? And still have a life that they hate. So, I mean, it's up to you. Remove the conditions from your balance sheet and from your life and enjoy all the beauties and joy that comes from the film that you've put inside of yourself um, because you are like living life the right way. Until next week,
0: enjoy your week. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. that stonehillwealthmanagement.com